1: Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of Shotgun Start. It is December eighteenth. Andy, how are we doing?
0: Brendan, I am uh, doing good. I I got deep in the weeds with an eleven-year-old today.
1: Is it the same eleven-year-old everybody else? The catnip, uh, the catnip carnival that we had all day with uh, uh, Charlie Chris- Woods. Christmas came early for the aggregators. Are we going right into that? You want to talk about
0: that right now? We could talk about whatever you want.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's all anybody was tweeting about today. But despite the fact that there was a women's event going on, the women's season ending tour championship, you know, probably a lot of the people who are shouting about the QBE shootout sort of upstaging or preempting the women's open last year, uh, last week, you know, then got sucked all into the Charlie, the Charlie carnival. And uh, you know, neglected the first round of the CME tour championship. It was quite a Friday or Thursday, I should say. Friday junior. We're getting a lot more uh a lot more submissions for office talk and and we're like we got a couple today. Someone on a Zoom call said happy Friday Junior. Someone in an email, the bottom of an email, like said like happy early weekend. And it was like Thursday morning, like it's entirely too too soon to say that like happy weekend. Uh, I love that. Keep them coming. That's maybe my favorite part of doing this podcast is, is getting these, these kind of real, like real world encounters with people using some of these, these lingos and office emails.
0: I hope it's raised everybody's awareness to emails, uh, like that first sentence, because you always feel like you need to put something in there. Like hope, hope you're doing well or something, yeah. Yeah. but you really don't, you know, you
1: usually end up just kind of wasting time, right? Yeah. Or it's a waste like of a dope.
0: sentence. And right. I started to try and cut it out. You know, I've just gotten straight to the business, but then you realize you send these emails back to people and they're like two lines and then to- you're like, God, I feel like I might look like a dick that I like, like yeah. don't, don't care. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah. there's no ge- gestures, but I think the electronic mail should be straight to the point let's get to the yeah, point like i absolutely. I don't have time to read 700 word emails
1: sure absolutely absolutely um anyways so all day Thursday a lot of Charlie
0: wood stuff do you have any reaction to this i I just i I mean it's different than when we had the creepy guy in the trees filming a couple of years ago <laughs> the trees. Um, like it's it, tiger size last signed, year. Yeah. I'm
1: doing year review research, it was almost about a year ago today. It was just into January, first, I don't know, 15 days in January. The the video from the bushes, so it feels like two years ago.
0: So, I mean, tiger's put his kid out there. This is part yep. of the deal, but like, I don't need every whole update on it, you know. He's 11 years old. I feel like we're setting ourselves up for disaster. You know, I I feel bad for the kid that's going to be under a microscope all the time. You know, that's just... But, you know, people can say back, like, well, you know, his dad's one of the most famous athletes of the world, so that that's what comes with it. But it's just... It's just a little too much. Like, I imagine somebody that's just, like... You got to feel a little weird. He's 11 years old. There's a tracker account. The kid's 11 years old. Like, he's an 11-year-old kid.
1: There was some question in this press conference, Tiger, who was not enjoying. He used the word enjoy. He defaulted to to enjoy about 50 times he used that word in a 10-minute press conference. Because, you know, they're pressing him on specifics. And he's like, oh, I enjoyed it, and I'm enjoying watching him enjoying it. And that's all he would say. Like he did, but he was not enjoying the press conference. He doesn't want to talk about his kid in details. And then someone asked him, like, what does Charlie have on his bedroom wall as like kind of a, you know, diving off of Tiger allegedly having, you know, Jack's major count on his bedroom wall, which I'm not even sure. I thought that was maybe debunked in a way. I, I know that's become part of the lore, but anyway, it was very uncomfortable. He's like, I'm not going there. What are you talking about? I'm not talking about my kid's bedroom wall. Um, so here's the distinction they entered a public tournament a broadcast tournament something that's on TV he is going to be covered how you choose to cover him says a lot about you I think that's where we need to be be careful here the stuff that's like father son interactions them putting on the green like together having a contest I think that's cool that's that's endearing that's what this event is about yeah like
0: this what? morning when you saw the swing side by side I when I the first time I saw yeah. it I was like wow that was Pretty cool. Cool club twirl. Yeah. Now, when we choose
1: to cover it and you know, here is the Mako O'Grady analysis, the Morad analysis mm-hmm. of the t- 11-year-old Swain. I think we're getting a little out over our skis. We're looking a little creepy, looking a little, oh, he looks, he looks like, oh, he's got the Hogan action from 19, he looks like 1951 Ben Hogan. Uh, or we do, the, we start covering him shot by shot, like the, the, this is a really important event that, you know, and this port you know, is a harbinger of many majors and championships and a tour career down the line, you get in trouble. And there was a lot of that out there. Or we start talking about how he's intense. He's dialed. He's dialed in. Like, just like, it's how we cover him. And there was a lot of that going on. Like, Oh, goat mentalities only for these two. Like, uh, Charlie has the goat mentality. Like, Shut up. Just like, it, it's a it's a meaningless exhibition. It's endearing. I'm glad he's out there. We're getting a little Charlie. We get to see him. It's a cool. Uh, the club twirl is amusing. It's great. It's cool. But like, how you choose to cover it, I think that there is a distinction here. It will. It should be covered because it's a public event. But just let's let's pump the brakes on the in depth swing analysis and what all this means for the future and how he's like you know already an, an incredible player. Just let the kid like play golf that's all um anything else big day for views and impressions and tweet video and all that stuff
0: the thing the thing i would say is all right if you're out following him for 18 holes i don't need to know every hole what's going on like you know you could you could give me like flagged uh, it you could give me a an update at the end of the round hey you know he had some really great shots a couple of those were this 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 like that's that's all and maybe, maybe people are asking for every wall-to-wall Charlie Woods content. And then I would say on the back end, who are those people that are asking for that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Goat mentality only. The people who tweet that. <laughs> um, I, I And I guess another little scummy element of this. You see, it's on Peacock Premium. Oh. So make, I don't know what that make, means. It, Presumably, make. that's a paywalled version of Peacock. I don't know if they're trying to bag a... a you know, a scoop up some subscriptions on the back of eleven-year-olds debut. I don't know, but that's where it's starting—at least for the first ninety minutes on Saturday. So that I, I assume Tiger and Charlie will be on the chorus at that point because there's only so much daylight. So.
0: They know they'll get the get some of the aggregators' uh, money, you know, just so they can get some some more some exclusive paywall video. I mean,
1: it's hard. Everybody's got a job. They gotta, you know, get their. They got something to, you know, they got. Gotta fill the time with something and this is it right now. Uh, and we just filled plenty of time.
0: Y'all well, a, you know uh, you know what I plan to fill the time with today? What's that? Outside of talking about the CME Globe and Natalie Gulbis' last place, um <laughs> I I got pro set Fridays. Oh, pro set Fridays this a new segment. <laughs> we'll see, until I until I get rid of these pro set cards on my desk. Well, I'm that pick... means people got to buy merchandise. We don't yeah. even care if you buy
1: merchandise. We just want to send you a card more than I, anything. Like, yeah. we we, like, uh, all right, so what, what are the,
0: we got these stacks, 1990, full set. This of is pro- 1990. The... I just picked a okay. random guy out. Okay. Picked a random right. card. I'm going to read you the card. It's David Peoples, you know? <laughs> for, no, I don't know. For those who can't see, David Peoples is, uh, he kind of looks like, Davis Love the Third with a bullet. Okay. And he's hitting a bunker shot with a okay. with a red, white, and blue paneled shirt. Are you
1: putting this video up somewhere? No, I'm not recording like video. As if,
0: okay. All right. All right. But um, here's David Peoples. As of 1990, tour victories, none. <laughs> 1990 official money. Two hundred and fifty nine thousand dollars three, uh, two hundred fifty nine thousand dollars and change. Fifty seventh on the money list with that. That's not bad. A nineteen ninety, was it? Yeah. Seems you, like some good money. You ready for you want his, you want his, his fast facts or his uh, his highlights?
1: Uh, both. Whatever you got. Fast facts sounds fun. All
0: right. He's five nine, one sixty. So he's a little bit smaller than Davis Love the third. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> birthday uh january 9th 1960 it's almost his birthday uh he's from augusta maine played college golf at university of florida yeah augusta maine (laughs) he might be the only tour player from augusta maine okay um college golf at university of florida first year on tour was 83 all right earned medalist honors at the 1989 tour qualifying school so he lost his card somewhere in there from 83 or maybe uh-huh. yeah um almost matched his previous career earnings of 263,000 in 1990. But maybe it was a career year, 1990. Okay. Which was by far his best year. He was the 1979 Florida Amateur Champion.
1: Hey, did you see they had a manhunt at the floor, at some yeah. sort of Florida AM event Monday? Case of the Monday, a manhunt, shutting down the Florida State. Go- was it the Florida AM? that can't a, be playing the Florida AM this time of year. I was thinking that too. Probably some sort of other amateur event, Florida State Golf Association. But uh, I mean, that's that's a fantastic cause for delight. I got the. I the wonder if Mark Dole is
0: the the subject of the manhunt. Who? Mark Dull, the guy that punched the punched the player, the guy the caddy punched the player.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but the Florida AM just that, that was a delightful uh, little bit of news from the Case of the Golf. All right, so he won the seventy-nine
0: Florida AM, had a consistent nineteen ninety season, making twenty-six of thirty-two cuts he entered. And he finished top 10 four times in 1990. You ready for his stats? I'll just get run yeah. through these quick. Really the one that matters here, driving distance. He was oh, 16th on tour and driving distance. All right. Guess what the yardage is. Uh, 16th on tour, 1990, I'll say 265,
1: 270, 270. 272, 271.8. Okay. okay, okay. All right.
0: That, I think that'd be dead last now. Uh, I would
1: imagine you might have. He's in the Todd zone, you know, in the Todd area. So.
0: That's all I'm. i gonna read nothing else. Okay. Be interesting. All right.
1: People probably didn't come into this podcast expecting to learn David Peoples was born on January eighth, but now they know. He got fast facts on David Peoples, and these he's, are the cards a, that are coming in your merchant. He's
0: a man of the peoples. Oh, that's terrible.
1: He did win twice, by the way he oh, won really? in 91 and 92 the southern open buick southern open and the anheuser Busch golf classic which i think was the old thing at Keen's mill
0: that's seems like once he had that this inaugural set of playing cards his confidence got boosted he got in the winter <laughs> circle he got his own card <laughs> once he got his own card
1: all right should we do an ad read now that we've done a pro set read do an ad read for our friends at smith devereau the holidays approach the new year's celebrations approach The would you say New Year's, the flipping the 2021 might need to be more than a one day
0: party? we were talking about that before we started to hit the record button. I think, you know, I might be enjoying libations for like a good week about 2020 being over. This year sucked. Anybody, anybody that owns a business knows how much it sucks. Uh, And my business was not nearly as affected as like a restaurant or many other businesses. It's been a shitty year for a lot of the American public. Um, I can't wait to turn it. I cannot wait for 2020 to be over.
1: You will be celebrating the the end of this year with some Smith Devereaux wine, which you can still get at smithdevereaux.com slash SGS. That's D-E-V-E-R-E-U-X slash SGS. They've been sponsoring us for a good portion of this year. Did the birthday activation. Uh, shotgun start listeners are getting the wine club discount. You're already getting the wine club discount on select wines, which is 20% off. Uh, you also have the Friday junior three pack, which is 30% off. Um, you got to use expedited shipping two or three day shipping at this point. If you want it there for Christmas, certainly, but then obviously for new year's as well, uh, use the two or three day shipping. If you don't want it there for new year's and you just want it there for January. You know, just flood, flood. We're all going to be homebound in January, I, I suspect, right? It's going to be chilly. It's, it's freezing here. You know, just have it delivered to your front door. Just flood your house with Smith-Deverow wine in January. But, you know, if you want it before then, use the expedited two or three-day shipping. What are you showing me? Who is that? What is that? Is that the mullet? Nolan Hankey. No, Hank. You're just playing around with your little pile of cards over here while I'm trying to get this ad
0: read done. Hey, I wanted to bring something up about the about Smith Dev. About what's that? I don't know, maybe six, eight weeks ago, I played golf with Mr. Smith Dev. Um and uh he, he dropped me off a bottle of brandy. They're making <clears throat> they made they made some brandy. Oh. Did you enjoy it? I haven't I haven't dipped into it yet. I was thinking about you know, in Wisconsin, they make brand, they make old fashions with brandy. You oh, know that? interesting.
1: No, but you know what I saw they do in Wisconsin, which is apparently like a common thing. They eat raw ground beef. What? As like finger foods and sandwiches. Ugh, that
0: sounds disgusting. I,
1: it's like a common thing. I guess it's been that way for decades. And <laughs> it's think- like you get salmonella from this, but like. Like I saw somebody tweet It's like oh yeah like school functions growing up like they were these were always out trays of like raw ground beef oh. in between you know little buns or I don't even know if it's just a a raw meatball like that's have you encountered this in Wisconsin no. in your travels up there I swear uh I think you No the editor of the verge.com <laughs> at Vox Doc at Vox Media Nile was talking about it is like oh yeah he's from Wisconsin big Packers fan You probably hate him He's like, oh, yeah, growing up, they had these out like in the cafeteria at school and stuff for the. Yeah, I've never heard about
0: that. I guess it's a Wisconsin thing. Raw ground beef, raw meat. Maybe this should be a new segment is like things they do in X state. You know, it could start with Wisconsin, but it could go to different states too. things. They do weird shit. They do in states. (laughs) They make old fashioned brandy up there. I yeah I agree. I yeah agree. they make it but yeah a, 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 they make brandy old fashions. So I I might old, I might fashion myself one tonight <laughs> oh, now up. that we're done with the That's recording. Terrible. That's terrible. Uh all
1: slash right, smithdevro.com/sgs to find our uh, our offerings our our picks and the Friday Junior 3 pack. All right, let's get back to uh CME. Again, this is the useless Friday update. Doesn't matter uh lexi thompson is your leader got a lot of crap for her swing or a photo of her swing last week here she is now again seven under 65 looking to
0: defend i think at nate didn't she win it I'm uh, convinced, last year i'm convinced you could post on twitter the sky is blue and people would give you crap and tell you you're yeah, wrong of course of course but, <laughs> i
1: mean don't. there was a lot of well actually like oh god look at that <laughs> it was a great photo of an athlete in motion i, I mean we don't need to like pick it apart for God's sakes. Um, in last place, as you noted, is Natalie Galbus. It's 77, she's five over. Not not doing much justice to that much maligned uh sponsors exemption. Are you upset about this? Are you offended? Are you triggered that I, Nat- Natalie Galbus is in last place after he's an exemption?
0: You know, I, I think it's just a point like of the LPGA needs to step in here i you what, do know, you want,
1: what do you want him to do, what do you I mean? think they I like, shouldn't have allowed play the second round. I don't
0: think they should have allowed her to play the first round. This is yeah. I mean you're making a mockery of your your season ending championship that's supposed to be the best of the best.
1: If I'm Sophia Popov and I live there, I might just like waddle onto the course, stroll on, go you know take a little walk down the street, uh stro- stroll onto the course, and just kind of like make my presence known, make my displeasure known. Psych out Natalie. Make you know, try to psych her out into shooting in eighty-two. Make it even worse.
0: Make the mistake look even more glaring. If you're already in town, just just go hang out over there. You're a um, spiteful person. She should go to the range and play better. You know, that's what what a LPGA oh, official might say. God, play better. Play better.
1: <laughs> you only won one major this year. Yeah. You gotta play better. Uh, anything else on the CME it's it's as usual
0: you know here's the other thing about the whole situation Sophia Popoff I have no clue what the rest of her career holds right and maybe next year she doesn't play well and she never makes a CME globe and this you know in her career this was the one year where she deserved to be at the CME globe but wasn't there you know like that's the thing I I hope that doesn't happen, but like that's what I think about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, are we in the middle of the shark swing? Because <laughs> is that Tiburon again? Tiburon. The PNC is at a, a Norman course and Ritz Orlando something or other. Uh, we had Mayakoba. We go <laughs> Mayakoba QBE shootout and PNC three in a row. And I, what was before Mayakoba? Do we even Masters? No, it was RSA. Uh, okay. Um, so three in a row on the PGA Tour on the Shark. We got the LPGA on the Shark. We had the earth and fire and all that stuff. He was involved in Dubai. The Shark is just prolific in professional golf in December. That's where he thrives, apparently. Everything's being played on the Norman course at, at the moment, aside from the U.S. Women's Open, it would seem. Uh, this is the Shark Swing. That's what we're going to start calling I'm trying it, to think
0: of like what, what a good... Uh, a, alternative shark uh name would be like uh you know like what what's the move where they circle like is there a, does it yeah. have like a
1: the waters <laughs> have been chummed in yeah. december i know that <laughs> but tiburon gold course i don't know if that's the same one that the it's been on. it's been
0: remastered <laughs> <laughs> the remastered tiburon gold course that's true all right uh news Oh, I watched this today.
1: The CME? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching it too. We got we got a lot of tweets about the sprinkler heads. Apparently there were sprinkler heads. I'll, well, you making know, their presence felt.
0: Let me let you in on a secret about golf architecture in the industry. If you're a, you know, designer designer like Greg Norman who builds with contractors. I think I've talked about this before. Yeah. But like you get paid a design fee And then when you have a contractor, you get paid like 10 to 15% above the contractor cost too. So everything the contractor charges, they tack on 10 to 15%. You know what drives up the cost of construction? Sprinkler ads. Installing a shitload of irrigation. (laughs) So a good way to make more money on a project is to convince a client they need a Excessive amount of irrigation.
1: There was something recently with that the uh, Folds of Honor course. Oh, God. When Nicholas waived his fee? <laughs> Which like fantastic gesture, fantastic course, fantastic idea, fantastic, fantastic course. It hasn't even organization. <laughs> I mean, fantastic concept, right? I mean, giving the uh, place for wounded vets.
0: I think, but then they I, talked I, about I think, Nicholas waived his I fee. there's. And <laughs> One hundred and seventy dollars around is it is oh, it getting, uh,
1: you know? Okay, I got to look into it. Well, no no anyways, local rate.
0: There there's <laughs> there's two sides to that story.
1: I well, this is where I was going. You're talking about these. They thought about Nicholas wave just a sign fee. Let's just you know magnanimous. But then they said like it still costs like eight million or something to build or set. i it was in the millions of dollars. The free Detroit Free Press had the estimate. I was like, wait a second, how? how did the cost get so high if if nicholas didn't even charge his fee maybe this is where what what, this kind of stuff was going on so
0: well i mean it's not cheap to build the golf course but i understand there's that one is in sand dunes you know that that would be a cheaper (laughs) place to build a golf course (laughs) seems like you have some things you might want to say all right i just i'm i'm gonna wait till i'm waiting till that opens before i pass any judgment but there. You know it's important there's it's always important with any story to to remember there's two sides of a story dig a
1: little deeper yeah, there's biases and yeah. you there's,
0: know there's yeah. the people that are pushing out the press probably have one side of the story but there's there's another side of the story too you know like there was a golf course there that was very affordable for locals and and that one's gone now there's
1: yeah 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 <laughs> hey while we're on the subject of this, we're all over the place, meat sandwiches and stuff. Um, I saw like Andrew Bogut tweeted. I tweeted about this, right? All these media company, like,
0: oh yeah,
1: Andrew Bogut was talking about how the agents, a lot of these agents for ESPN people, in the NBA are also agents for the NBA players, and like you can tell who's talking on ESPN, who's got the same agents, CAA, or I think it was the one, Bogut, like so. Jay Williams. <laughs> Whereas with with golf. The players themselves just have direct stakes in the media company, right? Whether yeah. it's Rory, Golf Pass, Tiger, Digest, Golf TV, the tour. The tour and golf channel. And then, of course, the, the the networks, you know, the rights just putting their thumb on the scale of everything. The way USGA got. One thing I've noticed that it seems like we're going too far down the road with is the uh, the gambling stuff.
0: Oh, now, like like when you go to PGATour.com and the the half the screen is taken up by place your first bet. So I'm not against gambling. Uh, gambling's fine. It seems to be increasing interest you, in the do game. Do you like charity or gambling more?
1: But all these uh, gambling's great. It's fine. I'm not trying to be a, a fuddy duddy about that. I like, just
0: want to know if you like it or charity more. But where my problem comes in
1: is that these gambling companies now are having like such a stake in the media coverage of the tour, right? So all the content is like gambling content now, right? There's just stories and stories of picks and this is a gambling DFS and D, D, and then these are my daily, not my new DFS, and these are my new wagers. Like we've already corrupted ourselves with the equipment, right? The equipment side, just basically underwriting entire media operations. And now we're going down the same road with the gamble. Of course, if the game, if draft or the points bet or whatever in is, is buying a bunch of ads in your media company, you're doing more gambling content at, at the, at the expense of doing other stuff. Like we do with these spotlights. There's not going to be any articles on any players. It's going to mm-hmm. be, who's my picks for the shark shootout or the
0: bot. The boss might be able to take, o- take over that too. Anyway, writing bot. total,
1: totally separate tangent but like we've golf media has been so conflicted in so many ways with equipment with players investments player partnerships and I just feel like I'm a little scared that we're going a little far too far down the road uh, with the books and the bookmakers and stuff and this is not I'm not anti that kind of content or anti-gambling being legal or anything like that it's fun but when it becomes like the a, a certain proportion of the coverage I, I get concerned.
0: That's People are saying the same thing about our partnership with Bixby. They are? Yeah. Too much Bixby talk? <laughs> They're saying that we're we're too too in the bed with big coffee and that that's all that this podcast has turned into. It's just, we just coffee talk, content.
1: We do cold brew videos and things <laughs> yeah. like tutorials. Anyways, so that's a good segue, good transition because Bixby's going to sponsor our year in review series.
0: Is that it? We're are go- we done on the are we going to year in review?
1: I think we could do it. you want to te- tease it? I could do Kapalua right now. We got news. Do we
0: have news? Do you want to do news before or after?
1: Let's do it right now. JT and Rory are going to Abu Dhabi. Good for them. No reaction. I don't care. I mean, that's great. Good for them, which transitions us nicely to the European tour schedule. That is the first event. It's January 21st to 24th. Abu Dhabi, then they'll go Dubai, Saudi in a row, three
0: in a row. Um, do you a lot think- of TB- Here's a question. Ahead. Do you think the Prince of Ponte who's got dual citizenship, you know, as part of the strategic alliance is bringing over the Duke of Jupe, Justin Thomas? (laughs) Interesting.
1: (laughs) Sort of like an early diplomatic mission in the alliance. This was part of the
0: strategic alliance terms.
1: The Abu Dhabi conference is what they'll be calling this years from now as the, (laughs) the alliance kicked off. That's interesting. That could be the case. Um, did you look at the European tour schedule at all? A little. Not do you yet. know where? Uh, do, don't 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 rely on my pronunciation. But do you know where Tenerife is? Tenerife.
0: I think so. Isn't it off of Africa? Yeah. Good 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 guess there. in Gran Canaria. Li- I was looking opened. at. I was looking at honeymoon locations. I think that was really? a honeymoon spot. I think it's a Spanish Isle off the coast of like. Morocco or somewhere could, over there
1: could be wrong about that too but I I don't know why I remember that so that's a new that's a new swing the island swing back-to-back weeks after the masters I wonder if Westy might win the masters and go right to Tenerife then Grand Canaria I, the, I could uh, see Euro him tour.
0: loving the island swing
1: uh, there's a lot of open dates, a lot of TBC on the schedule, which is not the Buck Club again. It's to be confirmed, I believe, uh, unless they're hosting six or eight European Tour events there. Um, I, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts? Any other reaction? They're trying to hit the Q4 stuff again with the. I, I'm most concerned about Hero India Open not being confirmed for DLF.
0: What um, about what about this? The Hero Open. Not the Hero That's, Indian Open. The other one, Fairmont. What if the Hero Open just is the reason that DLF's out? What if Fairmont, the old course at Fairmont, Same, that was St Andrews,
1: Torrance, Sam Torrance replacing the <laughs> Gary Player Master? Yeah, the
0: best. It's the best venue in professional golf.
1: DLF. I, I kind of love should, this European tour schedule, though. What, they've really concentrated, clustered it in geographies this time. Like they'll, you know, they'll play in spain back to back as opposed to jumping all over the globe
0: what event um, are you most excited for
1: um i think those island events right
0: <laughs> you're most excited for the island event i think so of all the that's on here harkens back
1: to the madeira islands open kind of that that kind of thing um, I don't know. Maybe WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational in Memphis. So you got to either choose that or the Hero Open. They're on the same same week. Uh, what are you most excited for?
0: I mean, the Magical Kenyan Open coming back is is a sight for sore eyes. I love that <laughs> event. It will be event of the week on March eighteenth. You can bet your bottom dollar any <laughs> event with magical in it. Uh, I'm all in on. So the cutter masters has played in education
1: city while the saudi internationals played in economic city. So a lot of learning happening those weeks economic city and education Which
0: city, city would city. you rather live in education city or economic city? Probably edu- education city I would say.
1: All right that's your european tour schedule review. I don't have much more else to to add to that. It starts to get crazy in the, the q4 they're going to india china Ned bank, and then Dubai. That's a lot I, of, a lot of air travel.
0: That's all for news.
1: Yeah. It's Friday. Some, we don't have much somebody I mean, work day is some... now sponsoring Memorial. Do you care about that? No, I don't care. And any great, I didn't think so. What else?
0: Somebody texted me something. I, uh, that the something's going on with uh Chipotle might not happen this year. Oh really? I didn't seen that. That wouldn't be good. So whoever texted me, me <clears> said uh, could be really sad, really sad 2021 for Ronimo. Yeah. That would be brutal. Because of the virus stuff, no
1: fans or
0: I don't know. I, I you know.
1: All right. Let's transition to your interview. All right. This could take twenty minutes for all we're just gonna tease it. We're starting with Kapalua. I did my research. You're just
0: you're just ruining everybody's, you know, sequencing here, wetting their appetite. You know, well, I figured we don't want it to become
1: seven or eight parts. We'll just throw it out there to tease it.
0: I've so, got a question for you since you're such a man of the journalism, man of the pen.
1: That's not accurate. Okay.
0: Why is Wet Your Appetite spelled W-H-E-T? I don't know. That,
1: that this isn't is man of the journalism. That's what kind of phrase is. Uh, I don't know. It's an old verb. Sharpen. I it's an old it, it's something that I don't know. It, it's just a weird, kind of antiquated piece of the English language, which has many, many illogical do you, and. Do you think odd. it should
0: be pronounced "wet" instead of
1: "wet"? <laughs> I'm sure it is pronounced that way. Wet in
0: circles. <laughs> wet your appetite. <laughs> We're wetting everybody's appetite.
1: Yeah, that could be it with the with the raw meat, raw. Um, all right, let's
0: get into it I, Here review. Want, This you... is brought
1: to you by the shotgun start blend at BixbyCoffee.com. We might be working on some things. We might have a, a, an update there with, with Bixby, but they're sponsoring the year in review shotgun start blend is our coffee. We uh, the proceeds. Some of them come to us. It is a way to support the podcast It is also a way to get a consumable good coffee. Most people enjoy it. Most people need it. I dare say. Uh, we have gotten very good feedback on the actual taste, the substance of it. No complaints. Nobody said it's shitty. Everybody said it's fresh. Everybody said it's pretty good. So that is our coffee. Shotgun start blend at BixbyCoffee.com. Thank you guys for continuing to subscribe. There's the holiday roast that's still up there if you want to take a last minute shot at that. Um, I got to get that
0: contest closed out. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You do. That's a lot of. Uh, so, thank
1: you guys for continuing to support us via the coffee.
0: Hey, uh, uh, what? So, the format for this is we alternate. If, if for those that have never been part of the, you know, year in review, this is an annual tradition. It it's, it's expansive look back at the year, and uh, we alternate events. So. I will have done no research on Kapalua. Brendan is is solely in charge of research on Kapalua, and then I go on Sony, and he does no research there. Yes, but it and starts with what I remembered of Kapalua,
1: right? Yes, and if we're talking about you know, Justin Thomas hit a seven iron to ten yard to ten feet and made the putt for birdie, then something's gone horribly wrong. The point here is to resurface, refresh the amusements, the triumphs that you may have forgotten. We will not be going into any great detail on you know the play-by-play or anything like that. People have seemed to really enjoy this format the last two years as a, I don't know, a companion of traveling and doing things around the holidays. And we have, uh, I think we're gonna get through it. We'll see, it's it's a it's daunting task. This may be the start and end of it. We may just do Kapalua, but, but we're gonna go into it. All right, what do you remember about the TOC in 2020?
0: I remember JT won. He did. It was Pat Reed, JT, and Xander. Uh-huh. And JT kind of folded down the stretch, as I remember. Yeah. And kind of yeah. gave well, it away.
1: Xander gave it away. Everybody played like shit. They all played like shit. Uh Xander gave it away for sure. He said, uh, I should have won it. Um he goes, I, I should have won it. I know it and everybody knows it is what he said was what, uh, you know, he was like, kind of the first one to give it away. Then JT, you know, on 18 it's, you know, par five, usually reachable. He hit one off the toe. I don't know if yeah. you recall this. Yes. And it just it, hooked. it kind of way up in the air, but it's, you know, a hundred yard fairway, right?
0: Everybody was wondering if he was taking a good drop.
1: Well, this is the second shot. So he poofed his drive and couldn't get home. He pulled the three wood, like it just tried to murder the ball and hard hooked it off the side of the mountain into the, <laughs> you know, the native area. And there was all that kind of agita about, oh, is that where it crossed? Is that where it cr-? where he should his drive? It was all set up by the poof drive. Um, he should have just hit like a six iron and then a wedge or something, but he tried to hammer a three wood and hit it ob. He made a six, and that's how he ended up in the
0: playoff. Xander the three like man. three putted from like twenty
1: feet, right? Well, this was the gusting, yeah, <laughs> the gust, the gusting on the putts. <laughs> I got gusted on both Xander and Patrick Reed. Used this, I think, ha- had you know, had never never heard before term, gusted, um. So this was, this was uh, Reed. Unfortunately, I had two putts, really, to close it. And one of them I got gusted on. <laughs> and then this last one with the wind and the break, it just got me again. X-Man, just so with some really salty quotes, again, saying I should have won it. I know it. Everybody knows it. He also said, I kind of did everything I was supposed to do until the last moment, which sucks. <laughs> but this is another learning experience. And I guess I'll have to go work on some wind putting clearly very salty talking about his wind putting and he he used the word he got gusted on as well
0: i remember they almost ran out of daylight as i remember
1: (laughs) yo yeah they, they played three holes it was like just a pillow fight with all these great names amusing pillow fight reed reed was horrendous i think he was like he lost strokes like off the tee and approaching the green but was ridiculous you know as reed often is around the green um he gained like 12 shots like chipping and putting around the green
0: can i tell you uh, another thing i remember yeah i remember this is where you know big changes wholesale changes to the telecast were promised this year and this was our one look had in round interviews <laughs>
1: that people were fired up about that at the start
0: uh, they did leashman i
1: didn't get i didn't get research this too well they did leashman And I think promptly Leishman, like I also
0: hit it it into the junk.
1: Yeah. Immediately after talking, he stops and he's off. He's on tilt and just went, you know, haywire.
0: And I think they asked him, he was leading the tournament. They asked him like, what's going well? It's like, what, what kind of question is that?
1: (laughs) JT was very uh, adamant. He would never, ever, ever do an interview, a walk and talk during the coverage. I remember that. Fucks. I got that in there. Of
0: course, I got that in there. You want me to go right into
1: that? I
0: think, one Patrick other, one, here, one other small thing I remember. They they redid uh, you know, the course prior to this. So the course was really soft. Um, well, and well, there's a yes. center line bunker on a hole yes. on the front nine that they had to yeah. move to T's to avoid. There's another center line bunker gate you you use
1: the word remastered for Tiburon. I think this was the word of the week for this one was refined. Refined, Capilua refined, refinements, I you know, but yes, there was complaining that it was soft. There was drama around the centerline bunker, not so much as as the one in Massachusetts, but uh still they were trying to protect the players there with the you know, so it wouldn't become a, an issue. But someone did go in and they were pissed. I can't Gary remember Woodland. Now. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the refined capital, it was soft, you were so th- it was windy as hell. You remember this, like yeah. blowing. You know, uh, uh, Joaquin Neiman's umbrella busted in the wind. He must not have, have had a, a weather weatherman. Man. <laughs> 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 so the rules official, I think. Zeus Bobic gave him. Remember, he had like PGA Tour rules official umbrella he was walking with because it was just blowing, and that was sort of the origin of of. Uh, of Cantlay's quote, right? I think, we think he was imitating maybe Rolfing. He goes, I've been waiting for this weather for 40 years. These pampered fucks, like he's odd TV saying, he goes, all right, guys, two more holes and it's time to get a Mai Tai. That was was then the quote after that too. The broadcast laughing through it. Um, Great. Garrett Morrison has the tweet when I found it. We we can reshare it. Maybe put it on Instagram or something. But uh, that was maybe... Can'tley, like a real relatable moment. Just yeah. these pampered
0: fucks. Um, it was like the, you know, Can'tley was so out on on, on, he, on public appeal because of the slow play. Right, you know? right That was, a, that was right. a shining moment of of you know, sometimes tour players are are different off the course than they are, uh, you know, as they appear on telecasts and in interviews. Yes. Uh so the wind was obviously a big
1: issue. It was soft. You were really pissed. I guess they put all the the, the holes in um, just really flat areas, just because I don't know if that was windy or if it just no. They the just hard softened the, the greens. Prior. They
0: they leveled the greens out. That was part <laughs> yeah, of the whole refining. The <laughs> refining of the great of this great golf they course was was some... taking the spice out of it for the for the pampered fucks.
1: <laughs> Ryan Palmer wore a garbage bag shirt. Do you remember this thing? It was like glaring off the sun. He looked like Miss Elliott in that uh, super duper fly video. Do you know? Do you remember this at all? No. I'll reshare this image. The material on this Ryan Palmer shirt—it was like reflecting off the sun. It looked like a garbage bag. Do you remember um,
0: how he qualified for this event?
1: Oh uh, yeah, his partner with John Rahm at the Zurich, right? Yeah, I think that's it. There was some sort of DJ relief drama. He hammered it into the grandstands on purpose uh, on eighteen off the right um so the big one oh chez immediately terrible as a troop he finished like 28th out of 34 (laughs) after a career year so i enlist immediately tanks at capital of pxg um this was also the week while we're on the subject uh that the fedex club championship became a thing pxg was popping back at deep fried egg (laughs) went down Deep Friday goes, went down a troop's rabbit hole and unearthed this gem where PXG claimed Billy Ho won a major Zurich question mark Parsons extreme golf responds 2014 FedEx club champion. And that was January 2nd, 2020. And that's how the new year began. Um, That that was while we're on the subject of uh, a chess. Oh, and the best part was they dug in, right? So that the, you know, listeners, golf twitters are just having so much fun with it. Uh, ben Hogan camp, who was named familiar Twitter, c- noted quite rightly, Billy wasn't playing PXG in 2014, <laughs> of course, when he won that club FedEx club championship. And did he win first or second flight? Can't remember since everyone has to play net now. <laughs> so PXG responds to this. We said he won a major. We never said with PXG. <laughs> Just ignoring the fact, you know, doubling down that something called the FedEx Club Championship is a major. So that was how our year started this week, January 2nd. Um, getting back to uh, sort of the main characters, obviously, Patrick Reed. This was coming off Hero, the uh, the Melbourne Royal Melbourne, uh, Ali, uh, the Shovel Boy stuff, and I don't know if you recall, someone loudly shouted "cheater." <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah, I mean, this is what before fans were removed from the premises for, during the pandemic, but sleepy Kapalua, right? I mean, it's not this hotbed of of you know hooliganism. And uh, someone loudly screams cheater because this is the story all anyone's talking about. In his, in his swing, the broadcast like erupts like, oh, it's so, you know, let's just cover your ears, children. That was the other thing. All week, they talked about what Pat Reed had been through and yeah. quote the rules controversy, not just like, hey, he cheated. Like they couldn't talk about it. They couldn't talk about what he had been through, you know, all the the persecution in Australia and all that stuff. And then someone asked, someone asked uh, JT, like, did you hear the guy yell cheater a- as Reed was putting on 18? JT was like, uh, did someone do that? And then some state media must have pounced on this guy. He goes, never mind, I retract the question. Some media guy had to retract his question about the cheater heckling. Um, this is maybe my favorite thing I totally forgot about. So, He talks about getting gusted on. He's blaming the wind for all this stuff. Do you remember JT or do you remember Chris DiMarco going absolutely crazy on Twitter about this? No. So he films his TV for some reason, films his TV, Chris DiMarco, of Reed saying like, I got gusted on. Here's Chris DiMarco's tweet, which has since been deleted with good reason. Quote. Is there a bigger dick in the world? I mean, not golf, not in the tournament, in the world. Christopher. is there a bigger dick in the world? Own your stuff. Always excuses. Just say you cheated and you got beat. So, I mean, this was like the storm around Patrick Reed was really, really strong still God. at this point. COVID
0: <laughs> really helped Patrick Reed.
1: I think you're right. I think you're right. He goes. Is he oh, cheating in golf? Stays forever. It's not like holding in football. Integrity is all you have. Is there a bigger dick in the world? That was a, that was a big thing. So that and the heckle, um, you know, Monahan would be like the next week or uh, either at this event. He goes. I believe Patrick. You know, like Monaghan is of course coming to his defense. It was all painted as what he'd been through, but it was pretty hot and heavy still at this point. Oh, which also led Kyle Porter. This great tweet I found. Because it was bad. The weather was tough. Lift clean in place today at Kapalua. Also known to Patrick Reed as golf. (laughs) So, I mean, we were all just getting off our shots there early in the year. That did, you know, 400 retweets or something like that. Uh, What else do I have? I don't know. You were saying JT is too stock in his approach. Maybe a take that we can flesh out further in 2021. But I think I remember like the origins of that. He did not play well. Like, he struggled it, it, when it started getting breezy. Um, I don't even that's know all what I that got. means. There's other stuff we, here, but uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. We've gone on for too long. Is there a bigger dick in the world?
0: Is there a bigger the, dick
1: in the world? <laughs> we never said he won it with PXG. We
0: just said it was a major the pxg thing i completely forgot about i felt like i could have if you would have asked me when that happened i would have said two years ago
1: it was january 2nd 2020 start of the start of the year all right we're on. that's kapalua that's kapalua we'll dive into sony
0: you know Some what's great coming stuff up at sony what's coming up at sony
1: the the backboard the fans right grandstanding the grandstanding uh, bad leaderboard hitting up the leaderboard what, the endless wasn't it like a playoff that went for like an hour and a half and just <laughs> I mean, the whole or... back
0: the back nine took like it like three hours to be played it was yeah it's
1: not a good scene
0: all right but so definitely we'll... no uh no bomb scare this year at, at sony <laughs> no nuclear attack
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh warnings uh, all right. So that's the format. We're gonna do this over the next, you know, fifteen days, probably in four episodes. I think like Monday, Wednesday next week, Monday, Wednesday at New Year's week. Hopefully not something. that
0: many. Hopefully like in two episodes. But
1: yeah, we may not be able to give it the full, full uh, fine tooth comb that we usually do. <laughs> all right, everyone enjoy your Fridays. Everyone enjoy your weekends. We will be back Monday with maybe some more year review stuff, maybe some PNC, we'll see, CME stuff, we'll see. All right, enjoy your weekends.